I'm Tara. And I'm Ashley. Each week, two movies battle it out in a bracket-style competition to find the ultimate romantic comedy. This is The Trope Report. Hey guys! Welcome back, everyone! This week we have a bonus episode for you. We'll be walking through the last four winners to see which one beats out the rest. Those winners are Moonstruck, When Harry Met Sally, Pride and Prejudice, and Sweet Home Alabama. So we're going to have to do Moonstruck versus When Harry Met Sally, Pride and Prejudice versus Sweet Home Alabama, and then we need to pin those winners up against each other, see which one comes out on top. This is a lot of work for us. Mm -hmm. It's very taxing. (laughs) All right, let's start with our favorite segment, Fun Facts. Love it. We'll start with Moonstruck versus When Harry Met Sally. So do you want to do Moonstruck first? I got Moonstruck, yeah. All right, you know this is near and dear to my heart, so I had to do the fun facts for this one. The original title was going to be called Bride and the Wolf. That's oh my crazy. The wolf who chewed off his own hand. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, but that's almost too, it's too direct. You know, you want to make the sounds... people think. Moonstruck, it catches you. What is this movie yeah, about? You know, I'm intrigued. Name. Yes, the director said that it made it sound like a horror film to have the, the bride, bride and, and the, the wolf. wolf. Sounds like a Tim Burton film. Absolutely. Totally. (laughs) So he was able to convince the writer. Yeah, but it wouldn't be the the same. This tone of the movie better. Yeah, so he convinced the writer to make it, change it to Moonstruck because he's like, it's all about the moon. They're all focused on the moon. Yeah, makes sense. Great direction, great movement. Oh, okay. Hit us, Harry Met Sally. So originally the roles Mm. for harry and sally were not going to be played by meg ryan and billy crystal oh whoa they were originally offered to tom hanks and molly ringwald oh my god barf no it wouldn't have worked out no i mean that's just crazy to me that it would have been such a different movie yes what a different movie oh my god like as one of my favorites I can't. Well, Tom Hanks is, you know, he played all the I can see the why greats. they, I mean, you can see why they offered it to them because they were like the sweethearts back then. You know, like Tom I Hanks was see. in all the rom-coms. Molly Ringwald was in everything. Like I can see why they would think that. But, oh, my God, I think that it's so much better the yeah. way they did it. I mean, yeah. Billy Crystal is so funny. I'm sorry. Everyone loves Tom Hanks. I agree. He couldn't he have delivered those guy. lines like Billy Crystal he did. Do, he doesn't do comedic yeah acting as well whoa at least this not type of this type of like that would have been major yeah that's crazy all right i got one more for moonstruck the movie you know the camarari bros bakery it was a real bakery the director wanted to film in a real bakery to get the actors into character they wanted that fresh bread they wanted that yeast smell (laughs) so they could get into true character and the bakery refused to close during filming so they were still just whipping out bread while they were filming all around them wow so that was a real scene real scene very authentic in brooklyn in brooklyn we gotta go uh okay. Next time I didn't want to I didn't want to admit 
but it closed down. Because <gasps> <laughs> it's not very fun fact anymore if I admit that. Oh, my God. It closed yeah, down? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So we it's, can't even go. It's now a sad fact. That yeah. is a sad fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give us your other fun fact. So in the original script, Harry and Sally don't end up together. <gasps> what? <laughs> At the end of the movie, they go their separate ways, like That's realizing so that they're not right for up. each other. But while Rob Reiner, the director, was filming the movie, he fell in love with the characters and he thought yes. they deserved a happier fate and that it would suit the movie better. You and know, I mean, how could you not? After you see their chemistry, how could you have them go? Well, you know what? Tom Hanks and Molly Ringwald probably would have stayed apart at the end. That's true. <laughs> oh my gonna, god! This could have been the original La La Land, where you just have two leads oh, with yes. exceptional chemistry that don't end up together. Wow! Wow! We wouldn't have gotten that line at the end. One of the best lines ever. Like once you figure out your soulmate or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you want to spend the rest of your life with them. As you wanted to start now. Also, Billy Crystal improvised that line. <gasps> By the way, another oh fun my fact. God. A bonus fun fact. He improvised a lot of that speech, including like the way her like her eyebrow <gasps> crinkles. He improvised that and he improvised that line. Holy shit. Am I in love He's with a Billy genius. Crystal? I'm in love He's with a him. Genius. Oh my god. That makes it like a million times better that scene. I know. Wow. How did they not fall in love while filming? Sam, like, if I was an I actor, know. I would fall in love. Yes. Like, are you I'd kidding? fall in love. I would fall in love with every person I was acting with. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Wow. Okay. Let's get into the numbers for Moonstruck versus mm-hmm. When Harry Met Sally. Um, let me pull up the numbers. We got When Harry Met Sally. 44.5 moonstruck 39.5 so technically when harry Whoa. met sally is moving forward uh-huh but let's get let's let's, let's just we'll dissect we'll do our due due diligence and yeah get into the <coughs> okay scoring trope wise when harry met sally is an 8.5 and moonstruck is a six so i might have to be okay with this because i feel as if well, okay, both New York City, right? So that cancels yeah. out. We got we got like enemies to lovers for when Harry met Sally, but not in Moonstruck. They're immediately, I mean, but they have the fall in love instantly. Bit of a, yeah, but you know what I mean. It's a different like that's love at first sight in Moonstruck. When Harry met Sally is like enemy enemies to lovers or best friends to lovers type of a thing. Mm-hmm. So then that's a point for each. Um. We got what else we have in one Harry Met Sally? Um, grand romantic gesture, that's for sure. Grand romantic gesture, the holiday, New Year's Eve kiss. True, you have all those seasons. I I like how you have the best friends getting together. That's also another one. Good side best mm-hmm. friend characters. Should um, I pull up my notes from when Harry Met Sally? To I guess if we're gonna do our due diligence, I mean Moonstruck also has very good side characters, but it's not the usual. It's like family, you know, which is definitely I love it. But Moon, but when Harry Met Sally is the typical best friends that you also love in the background, you know. Tropes we have. She wants to be a journalist. Oh yeah, true. We missed that one. 
and the person was in front of you the entire time is what I have. That we okay, also, yeah. And opposites attract. Yeah. Would you say opposites attract for Moonstruck? I don't know if I would say that. I feel like they're very similar people. Like They're both core. fiery, feisty. Fiery, yeah. yeah. I agree. I think I would maybe move Moonstruck up a tad, possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it should be so low as a 6, maybe. But I'm happy with When Harry Met Sally as an 8.5. So maybe a six and a half and an 8.5? Yeah, because I do think that Moonstruck does have a lot of stuff going for it for tropes. And it's definitely, like, does their tropes to the fullest extent. Yeah. It's a dramatic movie. It goes all out for its tropes. So do you think that we should do a seven? I'd say still stick it with six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now, quality... We got these both at a 10. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with that. I'm okay these with this. These are great movies. These are freaking fantastic movies going up. It's actually sad, again, that they're going up against each other because mm-hmm. one of them's going to have to stay behind. Mm-hmm. It's, that's sad. All right. 10 out of 10, I am good with. Lightheartedness. We got When Harry Met Sally is an 8 and Moonstruck is a 6.5. What makes me feel more lighthearted? I mean, they both make me feel amazing, These both of these movies. Mm-hmm. For me, I know that you felt differently watching Moonstruck. For me, I walk away from both of these having laughed, like having a good time. I just 100% enjoy these movies so much. And they're both a little bit of a heavier movie in that they're dealing with things. You know what I mean? It's not like a you throw on and it's a background mm-hmm. movie. These are, you sit down, you pay attention. Yeah. These are really good. They both have a more serious tone. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm leaning towards when Harry Met Sally is still higher. I'm okay Moonstruck. with it being slightly higher, but I think Moonstruck should be moved up a little bit. Six and a half. I am, I'm laughing the whole time. I'm having a really good time watching this. And you're just like, oh my god, familia. You know what I mean? It's just so good. So what do you think it should be? Although he is dealing with a lot, right? I mean, he, the guy cut off his own hand. That's true. And Cher did lose her husband. But the way they go about it is just so comedic. Like, she's never she's never depressed with the husband. She's just like, I lost my husband. I'm going on to the next one. I'm going to find my... You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. the way that they... Do it. So I'm okay with it being a little bit lower still, but I think it could it should be a seven. The seeing the six a in front seven and a what? And an eight. Okay. Yeah, I think that works. I don't I think a, they're I both think a, yeah, they both have a little bit more of a serious tone, but yeah. they make you feel good. Yeah. All right. Comedy. When Harry met Sally eight and a half, Moonstruck eight. Whoa. Pretty close. That's pretty close. And you know what? I am laughing in both. I'm laughing in both. Well, now that I know, I'm laughing. <laughs> I actually think that I laugh more in Moonstruck. Again, these I results mean, are skewed based more... off of each other's opinions. Yeah. I laughed more in When Harry Met Sally. Um, but I, I definitely laugh more in Moonstruck. Time. Yeah. So I just, I mean, thinking back. Moonstruck we can is a little listen. Bit, Moonstruck's a little bit sillier. Yes, you know, a little bit sillier. When Harry met Sally, 
It's just like quality jokes, quality bits. Like Moonstruck her doing is the quality. Fake orgasm is like a quality bit. Moonstruck is nothing but quality. That's why we got two tens for quality. I'm not saying it's not quality. I'm saying it's more of a silly. Whereas like everything in When Harry Met Sally is like, oh, my friend would do that bit. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's something it's more realistic. So what are you proposing? I mean, they're really close as it is. I don't know. I mean, I would prefer switching it and having Moonstruck funnier. That's my own opinion. I'm also fine leaving it because they're just so close. I mean, Moonstruck is sillier. So, I mean, I'd be fine with the half point switch. I don't think it's going to affect anything. I know, but you know, I just want the audience to know that I just love this movie and it's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, eight and a half is now going to Moonstruck. Eight for everyone here, Miss Sally. All right, last category. We got romance. This is such a tight back and forth between these. Okay, romance is nine and a half for When Harry Met Sally and a nine for Moonstruck. Now, I think I'm going to have to say that I agree. They're totally different romances, right? We have Moonstruck is over the top, love at first sight, do anything for the person desperate love you know immediately fitting right into the family Mm -hmm. love it when harry met sally is that slow build up enemies to best friends to lovers and i'm gonna have to say i prefer that reality of like enemies friends lovers like i I love they are best friends at the end of the day you know you can always rely on that in your in your relationship it's just two very different movies because Moonstruck happens over the course of like a few days, basically. True, true. And when Harry Met Sally is over the course of like ten years, fifteen years. True. So it's very different, and I I agree with you. I prefer the more realistic love, which yeah. is that you want your partner to be your best friend. Yeah, I I think I would have to agree with these scores. I think nine and a half and a nine is fine because they're both just they're both grand romances mm-hmm. different ways though and i think when harry met sally really more realistic touches more people i don't know are you good with that yeah okay i agree with that final scores then we got moonstruck at 41 when harry met sally at 44 we really I'm just happy i'm happy with it i'm happy with it listen i love moonstruck but i love when harry met sally Rom-com. it's Come freaking on. peak baby it's peak so i'm good with that we really just fine tune these a little bit moonstruck got a couple more extra points which i think are well deserved but ultimately when harry met sally is moving forward yeah i'm, happy I'm okay with this. yeah i'm okay with this i think this was the right right decision yeah so now we're at pride and prejudice versus sweet home alabama now we're at pride and prejudice sweet home alabama yeah so Let's go back to our fun facts. You want to start I mean, us I off with forever about PMP. Yeah. Yeah. About I'm curious about these fun facts. I have never looked up. I mean, for how many times that I've seen PMP, I've never looked up anything like this. So let's hear them. Okay. So, I mean, this one is a pretty famous fun fact. So I'd be surprised if you haven't heard this. Oh, my one. God. I'm scared that I won't know it. Um, so the director, Joe Wright, originally thought Kira Knightley was too beautiful to play Elizabeth <gasps> Bennett. Um, because 
you know, in the book, she's described as, you know, not quite as beautiful as Jane, and he didn't want mm-hmm. it to take away from her, like, stellar personality, which is really what sh- should, you know, shine through in the movie. And when he met Kira Knightley in real life, he was like, oh, no, she's plain enough to play this part. She can do no wrong. She is one of the best actresses of all time. Every role that she's in, she knocks it out of the park. I absolutely am in love with her. She's one of my crushes for actresses. Mm -hmm. Like, she is just freaking phenomenal. And so this happened after Pirates of the Caribbean. So of course we can see where he's coming from. She's dropped dead gorgeous in Pirates of the Caribbean. One of my favorite movies. One of the best movies ever created. Listen, can I have a fun fact within a fun fact and just say that this weekend, uh, JC and I watched the Beckham documentary, which was freaking fantastic. Okay, I can't stop. I won't shut up about it. It was so good. Everyone needs to watch it. But then because of that, obviously, I made JC watch Bennett like Beckham. And so I was looking up things. I always like to know within a movie where they're doing things like that Mm -hmm. like playing soccer playing football whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. do they actually know how to do this or do they have stunt doubles so i was Mm -hmm. looking it up and they said that they got trained for like 20 weeks to play soccer the rest of the people are real soccer players but the two main people are obviously actresses and the coach said that kira knightley was such a natural that if (gasps) she was like actually trained and like actually played soccer throughout her life she would have been a pro soccer player because she's such a natural how is she good at everything like literally she's so so freaking incredible i wish i was her i wish i was her her. i'm in love with her i wish i kissed orlando bloom (laughs) (laughs) i wish i kissed her are you kidding me she's incredible she's incredible love Karen knightley but so that's a famous fun fact because like in interviews and stuff she's made jokes about how she was cast for Pride and Prejudice because she's plain enough looking. But, I mean, obviously. No. You're come on now. dropped it gorgeous. Yeah, come on now. Uh, I feel like my fun fact for Sweet Home Alabama is not that good. Um, yeah, but I was just a little shocked that most of this, if not almost all of it, was not shot in Alabama, which I feel like is just like, what, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> Like, it must be cheap to shoot there. It must not be that Atlanta. Uh-huh. The, yeah, they f- they filmed more in Atlanta, Georgia than any other place. Mm. Like most of it was filmed there. I know a lot of stuff. I mean, like a lot of yeah, filming a lot of is stuff there. Gets filmed in Atlanta. But I thought that was a little crazy. And the other thing that I thought was crazy as a side thing is that they were actually picking out locations in New York on September eleventh. <gasps> Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Wow. And they were one also- of the first. They were one of the first productions to film after 9-11 in New York. York. Yeah. Crazy. I didn't like But not Alabama. Not Alabama. Well, I mean, the Vampire Diaries was also shot in Georgia, even though it's taking place in Virginia. So everything is shot in Georgia now. Everything's shot in Georgia. I mean, that's not as exciting as yours, but anyway. Okay. (laughs) Give us one more. So the actors that play Bingley and Jane mm-hmm. dated in real life. <gasps> I love when that happens. <laughs> but it wasn't like they fell in love on this movie. They had dated like a couple years before this movie was filmed because oh. they did another period drama together. And But Joe Wright, the director, loved both of them for the parts. And he was like, oh, my gosh, are they going to like not be able to work together? So he yeah. asked the actress that plays Jane, Rose, what's her name? Rose Pickman. Yeah, like something I forget. 
Um, so he asked her, like, if she would be okay, like, filming her ex as her love interest, because that must be awkward. Even that if must it be awkward, but years. that immediately made the fun fact less fun, because I thought that they fell in I love know. doing this, which would have been wish. incredible. I wish. And another fun fact, because I couldn't help myself, yeah. um, the swing scene, our, one of the scenes that we yes. described as one of our favorite scenes in the yeah. movie was almost cut <gasps> the movie. It was a last minute addition, and um, it was between that scene and like another Wickham scene where it was like the troops marching out of town and girls swooning over Wickham, um, and they went with the swing scene. Thank goodness. Thank because God. It's like the scene I think about when I think about Pride yes. and Prejudice. But he, the director was still like, I kind of regret it because <gasps> the movie's really light on the Wickham story. Who cares I, about Wickham? I did think that, like, but also it's a movie. You have to cut some things. And I'd rather yeah. cut Wickham. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's my other- Thank God that they did that. Oh, I mm. just love that scene. I don't know how anyone couldn't love it. All right. Another one for Sweet Home. Here's our last fun fact. Um, it's all right again. I really struggled with Sweet Home <laughs> Alabama for some reason. Like, I don't know. Anyway, huh. Dempsey's proposal to Witherspoon was actually inside the real Tiffany and Co. in New York. Actually <gasps> oh shot there. Goodness. They had to have all the armed guards. It was the real like Tiffany staff there. And basically all the crew had to wait outside because you just couldn't hide within Tiffany's. So I thought that was kind of interesting. This might have been, must have been one of the first places that they shot, like I said, in New yeah. York. But I mean, that that's an expensive shoot. That has to be. They literally closed right. down all of Tiffany's and shot with all the armed guards that had to I feel like it takes a while to shoot a scene too. One other thing that I thought, I mean, I feel like, okay, yeah, we have like multiple fun facts that we just, one thing that I read also is that we, Reese Witherspoon and Patrick Dempsey actually hit it off so well. And they said they had like such good chemistry because I guess they were in like similar places in life with their kids and stuff. But I'm like, Oh, Oh, like they hit it off so well and not actually Jake and Reese. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, you did think that they made a good couple. I so mean. Their chemistry read on screen. Yes. 100% I thought. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Here are the numbers. Another close one. And another, like, in the 40s. Like, these are highly rated are movies. much better than the first quarter of the bracket. Yes. And we knew that was going to happen, though. Yeah. It's a stacked lineup. Mm-hmm. All right. Pride and Prejudice. 43.5. Sweet Home Alabama. Whoa. 41. I actually <gasps> don't know about this. Like, all right. Here we go. Tropes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pride and Prejudice is an 8. Sweet Home Alabama is a nine. That's close. That is close. All right. Pride and Prejudice. Enemies to lovers. Mm -hmm. Right? But you don't have some of the main ones. Like like we were saying in the episode. We get grand romantic gesture. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying you don't. Pride and Prejudice is not in the way of Sweet Home Alabama where it's kind of the typical cheesy type of it's thing not as cheesy tropes but the tropes are there yeah you've got you've got the aunt forbidding their marriage yeah. you've got miscommunication 
throughout the whole movie. Yeah. You have proclamations of love. Mm-hmm. You have grand romantic gesture. He he spends a fortune getting Kitty back. True. Um, I mean, what else do we have? I mean, we haven't even gone into, like, Jane and Bingley, which were- But the were main one. Romantic. I mean, those the are good side ones. character. That's That would be, like, a side character getting together. But the main is yeah, side Mr. Darcy. Getting, but yeah. that is a trope. Yeah. No, that is. I mean, there's just- Okay. So, I feel like there's so many good- Then Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama, you get childhood yes. lovers. <laughs> yeah. You get with the wrong person- wrong person you get new york right city person, wrong time yeah new york city for sure mm-hmm. uh she's a fashion, fashion designer, designer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um do we get miscommunication i mean she's putting on the fake persona i wouldn't say yeah, we get miscommunication really... definitely grand romantic gesture at the end i mean she literally leaves her wedding for him i mean that's a great grand romantic gesture yeah or maybe it's just a good like end moment where they're in the rain we get rain scenes in both these movies, rain scenes so in both those cancel out this is what i'm hearing I mean, ash i'm hearing that these are equal i was gonna say yeah maybe equal or sweet home alabama i'm fine with being like a half point higher just okay. because it is a little bit cheesier and that's what i associate a with trope tropes, is yeah but they're pretty equal i think I think so too. I I think that we can't let just the fact that it's a period piece stop us from thinking that it's like they're both very yeah. tropey. And I mean, let's be honest, Jane Austen originated these tropes. Yeah. Let's do eight and a half and eight and a half. Okay. I think that. that they really are even with they both have a ton of tropes. Mm-hmm. All right. Quality. Pride and Prejudice is a ten. Sweet Home Alabama is an eight. I think this is fair. I think this is fair. Come on. Yeah, I wouldn't even. This is better. Yeah, I wouldn't even. So much higher quality for Pride and Prejudice. So much higher quality. Okay, we'll leave it. All right, lightheartedness. Whoa, these are tied. Seven and a half, seven and a half. Let me think about this because I don't know about this. I don't know about this either. They both have heavy stuff going on for sure. Like, literally, the always in the background of Pride and Prejudice is that the family needs to find, it's all girls, and they need to find suitors to take care of them when the dad dies. We also have, like, in the background, the big argument with Darcy and her, just the miscommunication and, like, him coming off as such a dick at the beginning. That's not very lighthearted. You have Wickham, who's a horrible person. You have Kitty going off with him. Like, that whole thing is disturbing. So there yeah. are a lot of things like that I don't happening. Know that I, yeah, I don't know that I agree that they're tied. I think Sweet Home Alabama should be higher, actually. But when you think about Sweet Home Alabama, you have that literally she neglected her family. She outs Bobby Ray as gay. Yeah, they talk true. about her having an abortion. And I feel like there was something else. I mean, she literally leaves someone like- at the altar, though they handle it in a yeah. good way. But it is a lighter feeling movie. I guess I'm coming back to the tone of the movie where I feel like Pride and Prejudice is a little bit more of a serious tone. Yeah. You know, with like these dramatic shots and all that. And Sweet Home Alabama is more like, oh, she's coming back to the to the South and like a little bit sillier, a little bit goofier. Like Yeah. So that's why I think Sweet Home Alabama just a little higher. I think I'm okay with that as well. So they're both seven and a half right now. Do we do seven and a half and eight or seven and a half yeah. and eight and a half? 
Seven and a half and eight. Okay. All right. Comedy. Pride and Prejudice is an eight and Sweet Home Alabama is a seven and a half. I mean, Honestly, I feel like I laughed more in Pride and Prejudice than Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, I agree that Pride and if Paris ever listens Alabama. to this, she'll murder us because she's cackling yeah, she throughout Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, and she doesn't like the Pride and Prejudice movie, so. Yeah. But this is our podcast. <laughs> And this is our podcast, and I think Pride and Prejudice is funnier. I think it's funnier. I just don't think Sweet Home Alabama is that fun. It's definitely lighter. I mean, it's fine. Okay, so were we leaving this? I think we just leave it where it is. Pride okay. Pride and Prejudice higher. Eight, seven and a half. All right. Yeah. Romance. Pride oh and Prejudice gosh. is a 10. Sweet Home Alabama. Yes. Sweet Home Alabama is a nine. Now, I almost would put this down lower because when I listened to I... Paris's episode, one point that she kept making, which I completely agree with, but I do think that it might hinder in the romance, is she kept saying, this is a romance between a girl and her hometown. I agree. And that's not what this is about. Like, that is built into maybe the quality of the movie. You know what I mean? Or, like, the lightheartedness or something else. That is, like, the romance category is meant between two people. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree. I, I completely agree. I was surprised that it, we put it at nine. Pierce swindled us. She swindled us. Yeah. I think it, it should is. be it's a- between her and her hometown. Yeah. I mean, it is like yes, it has some great romantic scenes with them kissing in the rain and all this. I'm not but, saying that there isn't romance. I mean, eight is yeah. still high. I think that yeah, it is a good it romantic story, especially childhood. I'm, I'm, when I'm comparing Pride and Prejudice to Sweet Home Alabama, I'm like, there should definitely be two points in between them at least. I think so, too. I mean, yeah. Pride and Prejudice is just the essence of romance. Yeah, I come out of Pride and Prejudice just feeling on And whisked away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to the scores. Sweet Home Alabama is 40. Pride and Prejudice is 44. It's moving forward and it's going up against one Harry Met Sally. Now, this is hard, people, because I love these movies. And mm. oh my God, I just put them <gasps> next to each other in Excel and they're both at 44s. <gasps> Holy <No>! shit! <laughs> Can they both move forward? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, 44s all around. One Harry Met Sally versus Pride and Prejudice. We really need to think about this one. Oh my God. God. So the only categories what I'm looking at right now that's different, otherwise they scored evenly on all, is uh-huh. lightheartedness when Harry Met Sally is an eight and Pride and Prejudice is a seven and a half. And romance when Harry Met Sally is a nine and a half and Pride and Prejudice is a ten. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. They're both so- have tropes at eight and a half, and I do feel like that's fair. Like, they're both have tropes, and I think the tropes are executed well. I mean, are you going to hate me if I say I think maybe when Harry Met Sally should be a nine? For tropes? For, for romance. A nine? I Well, in my feelings right now, I'm feeling like when Harry Met Sally should be a point below Pride and Prejudice for romance. Okay. Instead of ha- only half a point. Don't kill me, but I think when Harry Met Sally should be moving forward. Overall. <gasps> I think it should be moving forward well, overall. I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, do we just do our tiebreaker category, which is rewatchability which one are we throwing on when we want a rom com? No. That's our, 
our tiebreaker is rewatchability. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just I'm defining rewatchability as which one I want to throw on if I'm in the mood for a rom com. Yes, because I will say when Harry Met Sally feels more like a rom com to yes. me. Whereas Pride and Prejudice, if I'm in a romantic mood, I'll throw yes. on Pride and Prejudice. But that's the same mood well, that I'll actually, throw on the Notebook. But that know? actually brings me to comedies are tied even for this. And uh, I don't know. Maybe they would be even. They're different types of comedies. They're such different movies. It's so hard to distinguish which one should be moving forward. But in my gut, something is telling me when Harry met Sally. I agree. I, I think it should just be moving forward. I think just because it's tied. Like, instead of looking at these numbers, I really... This is what I'm feeling. This is what's in our heart. Yeah. When because Harry I will Sally's throw this on. When Harry Met Sally, that's like a true romantic comedy. Yeah. It's such a freaking good... Both are so good, but I think it... Ha- yeah. I think we're in agreement. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not expect these to be tied the same... Forty fours. That's crazy. All right. Well, there you have it. When Harry Met Sally will be moving forward. Don't forget to check out the bracket on our website. The link is in the description. We'll also be posting the final scores. Send us your thoughts on this week's episode at thetropereport at gmail.com. Or check out our Instagram and Twitter at the Trope Report, where we post quotes from each episode. Next week, we'll be continuing the bracket with Crazy Stupid Love versus Two Weeks Notice. All right. So for this, we were supposed to have... When we first started this bracket, we told all of our friends about it. And all of our friends are so supportive and loving. We love you guys that everyone was like, we want to be on episodes. Please, like, this is my favorite movie. I want to be on this. I need to defend this. When I sent this out, my brother is obsessed with Crazy Stupid Love. Then his friends, who are basically my other little brothers, caught word of this crazy stupid love. That was my fault. (laughs) Yes. I think you told them at my wedding. Um, And they were like, we need to be on. They're upset. They're all obsessed. The three of them are obsessed with crazy stupid love. They all want to be on it. If they get their act together, they will be appearing on (laughs) next week's episode. (laughs) But you know, guys, and I don't think... That Brian, Adam, and Jimmy, all three of them, can get it together in time. We'll see. We'll see. Whoever gets it together gets to be on the pod. I know. The only reason why this might work out is because I like I'll be home for the weekend, and so will Brian. So maybe I can force him into this. I don't know. We'll see, guys. Okay, you, no promises. Yeah, just put on both of those movies so that he's at least seen. Yeah. I mean, he just def- put on two, two weeks' notice. He we has not he seen two weeks' notice. Love. Yeah. We know he can discuss Crazy Stupid Love. I can yeah. recite that movie from heart. Are you kidding it's me? It's so good. Yeah. No so you might, be, you might be stuck with us, or you might have a whole cast of people, characters, which, to which <laughs> it'll be the hardest episode to edit in post, 100%. Yeah, you'll just have to be ready for a two-hour episode. (laughs) Yeah, three hours maybe with them, just literally acting out the movie. But anyway, that's it. (laughs) We'll see what happens. That's it for now. Until next time. Keep keep it it romantic. romantic.